no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 326 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Bad Bit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we talk about the PlayStation Showcase. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. PlayStation Showcase announcements, our Summer Games Fest predictions, PlayStation numbers and graphs, and so much more as we do it live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on youtube.com slash PS Trophy Room. Or you're listening to it in your car this Thursday. Look at that. Ooh, wee. Alongside me, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. I have a question for you, sir. I want to see your gamer credentials. Oh, God. What are you going to ask me for? This uh, Earlier this week, I admitted I had a, I have a confession, mm-hmm. Kyle. I never got into Metal oh. Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone on and Twitter we, very we kindly. The, we met the, uh, the, the gatekeeper. Yeah, we finally did. I finally <laughs> met him. Yeah. Um, they're like, this person is hosted a PlayStation podcast and they never played yeah. Metal Gear Solid. Scoff, scoff, laugh, laugh. Yeah. And I replied. Which drags me into it, by, by the way. Right. Said, you guys are a joke. It's like, okay, sir. All right. First and okay. foremost, I was 11 when Metal Gear Solid 3 came out. <laughs> Let's relax. And to me, like, again, I was 11-year-old Joe. I never got into political espionage <laughs> at age 11, but I tried. It's not yeah. like I never tried Metal Gear. Yeah. I tried when I was a kid. I was just like, what? I'm hungry. Now I'm cold. I got to wear a sweater. Like, where's all this stuff? Mm-hmm. I, and I just, I, did, I didn't pay it any mind. And like, I tried with Phantom Pain for like, I don't know what actually even took me out of it. I think actually the rank system gave oh, me anxiety. It didn't you know that what? I, I also haven't played a whole lot. I played two for a, de- a yeah. decent amount, but like never finished it. Yeah. I did play through Ground Zeroes. Ooh, just look to at see you. if if I was, you know, if it was my yeah. kind of thing. But now, <laughs> like, again, Death Stranding being my, my, my gateway to, you know, Kojima. Kojima. I, yeah, I want to now try out Metal Gear. It's crazy how our, our tastes change as we go, get older. And we're like, suddenly, I'm like 32, and I'm like, you know what? Political espionage, stealth action, I love this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to do this. So my question for you, Kyle, is what's your gaming confession? I want you to confess something you're guilty of something surrounding video games. Already haven't confessed. Something you haven't confessed. So, like, I can't say Zelda. <laughs> No, yeah. I've already talked about that. Yeah, and also, it's a, you got, real talk, Kyle, it's a little hipster of you not to like Zelda. It's a little hipster. I have said that before Breath of the Wild, sir. And that's what a hipster would say. I All said right. it before Breath of the Wild. <laughs> What's he, why is he playing a flute? <laughs> you know? What's your game in confession? Oh, man. Tell me, my child. Let what is think. a series? What is a series, right? That Are would... you asking for a PlayStation one or does it matter? It could be any. I mean, I've I've never played through a Halo campaign. I've never played through a Gears of War campaign. Never Ooh, played a Fable. Wow. Never wow. I mean that oh, goes what? with the territory. This is a PlayStation show, you know? 
No, I know, but like I've been around Xboxes and whatnot. Right. Just yeah. like I played some multiplayer Halo and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your favorite gun in Halo? He's the uh, the Needler. <laughs> yes, I told you. <laughs> That's nuts. It's well, you know what? We may have are you, time. Are, are you gatekeeping my weapon choice? Yes. Yes. Why? Such a hipster choice to say the needler. Oh my god, I am the least <laughs> hipster person in the whole world. I don't know who's wearing the backwards cap right now. I always wear a backwards hat on the show, just like a hipster would. <laughs> Let's see hipster. what other what other. Um... Yeah, tell me one more thing. I got one. Yeah, go for it. I have never played Half Life. Like I, oh, I've seen yeah. it be, been played. I've never mm-hmm. touched a Half-Life in my life. I tried the PS2 uh, Half-Life. I saw my brother play the Xbox version. I still wasn't allowed to play it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Half-Life would go on mine as well. Mm-hmm. It's so strange. In my household, as a kid, like my mom, very strict. Like She followed the ESRB yeah. to a T until like I think I was 14. And she's like, all right, fine. I give up. <laughs> Yeah. Um, because like I watched Max Payne, I was not allowed to play it because my mom heard there was like devil worship in it. Oh, and she's like not allowed. Yeah, but I could watch my brother play it. That's wild. <laughs> that makes no uh, sense. A uh, banjo kazooie. Never oh, played. You never play banjo. No. Most okay. of the rare catalog, minus like Battletoads. Um. Yeah. Star Fox. No. Whoa, you never played Star Fox? Nope. Ha, ah, damn, you're in for a treat, let me tell you. I'm trying Star to think Fox of a, like an actual PlayStation one that I know people love that I haven't dabbled in like at all. Right, because you love like Final Fantasy. Like, that's my yeah, big yeah, sin. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. not crazy about Final Fantasy. I'll dip I my mean, toe into the series, but, you know. Besides Persona 5, which I still haven't finished, that was like really my first persona okay um i mean i i've maybe an hour or two of golden but that game's huge that game's huge so like yeah honestly i give props to the people that like persona because i i've tried multiple times and the mm-hmm. game just doesn't speak to me i just fall asleep and that's no disrespect to the game it's just that my 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 brain just goes i'm tired now yeah i always get to the cat talking to me it's like i think you need rest so i'm like okay I mean, I I think that's the whole point of the game, right? Is to talk to the cat. Yeah, that's what Persona is all about. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, Kyle. Listen, we got a lot to talk about. This week is actually pretty big. There's a lot of news from last week that we're going to be bringing into this week, since last week we covered the entire PlayStation Showcase. Every game showed. Uh, if you missed that episode, make sure you go back. You watch it. Uh, Kyle and I, we get a little heated in that one. We got a, we have a little heated conversation. Dare I say, I liked it. I liked that we got a little heated. Yeah. You know, we just took the gloves off. We can't be agreeing all the time, Kyle. No. No. So this week, we, we're talking about Sony's strategy. We're going to talk about the rumors, the, the speculation behind, was Sony holding back anything in this showcase? Is there another over the horizon apparently making games is hard and embracers learning that the hard way Mm. and so much more but kyle it's time for just a little bit of housekeeping this is the final week 
to enter into our Diablo 4 giveaway, and it is popping off, man. I just want to say thank you, everybody. Uh, how you're entered to win is you rate us five stars over on Apple Podcasts and or on Spotify. You share your five-star review over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter, and you are entered to win. We have already broken past Kyle. 1,016 reviews worldwide. How are you feeling about that, Kyle? It's a pretty good number. It's pretty good, right? Pretty good number. Yeah, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. About a 1,000 more than I thought we would have gotten. (laughs) (laughs) Right? How nuts is that? And of course, a little bit of... I'm sorry. Sorry. We've come a long way from Earthy Cheese's mom. Yeah, we've come a long way. Uh, That seems like forever ago, right? Yeah. I I just found out today, uh, any of the comments, like the reviews that are trollish and they're... they aim to hurt your feelings. You can actually report them. You can actually find out who they are. Oh, found that out. So Earthy oh. Cheese's mom, we're coming for you. Oh. We're going un- to unmask Earthy Cheese's mom. You should not have told me that because I'm going to ask every week. <laughs> who is they really? <laughs> exactly. A little bit of housekeeping, of course. The Trophy Room Store link in the description down below. Get yourself some Trophy Room swag. Next week, I believe, we'll have some pretty cool stuff in there as well. Mm, and yeah. Kyle, uh, I listen, I want to first thank all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. It's the reason why we look so great. We sound so good is because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So if you ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever your situation may be, it really does mean a lot if you could toss a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. We got some pretty big dreams, some pretty big ambitions for the end of the year, and they're only possible with your generosity. But I refuse, Kyle. I refuse for our Patreon reads to be hijacked i refuse to be bamboozled and so i refuse to read the patreon notes this week oh i have no idea why by the way well you're about to find out when you read them i have not seen why but i'm gonna do the patreon pitch and uh I'll, i'll try my best here uh newest member chris shout out to you chris premium todd berwitz and toxic Platinum members, Jay Shea, Jedi Master Ren, Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, The Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Chaotic Monkey, uh, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Ryuku Kill 90, Steven Flesh, Struvels and Bits, Bertos, Maxius, Chris, again, a Hybrid 748, Gold members, Cypher Primus, Darth Simon the Pie Man, Hybrid 748 again, oh, he's in there twice. You're muted. I can't. No one can hear you. My bad. I redid the list. I made mistakes yeah, along fine. the way. Hybrid, yeah. you get two shout outs. So, you there know, you double the Patreon privilege. I don't know. Uh, Jesse Garcia, Jamie the Purple Monkey, Hide Indoors, Katie, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Marcus O'Neill, Red Arrow, Ageless Hermit, Androsasaur, Astronaut Junior, not to be good, uh, confused with Astronaut Senior. Banger, bang, McBanger, the third banger. Oh, my God. I love it so much. Son of banger of the house of the bangers. You get one. Robbie Bobby Miller. Britain's Zachary. And I hope you liked it. You get one. Okay. Ch- change your name. Oh, that was you putting you get one. Yeah, you get one. You get one. No, keep them coming, everybody. Uh, Robbie Bobby Miller, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Blob, Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan XE, Hambone, JD Dellinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold ET, Tino Six Speed, and Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Rick Arrington, and Spammin' Bammin'. Can I be honest? 
Also, if that was not Winter Gamer, Winter Gamer, you made sure I wanted to make no, his name red. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Hope, I hope you like. I hope it. I hope it was worth. Yeah, chat saying, "Hey, we're up here hands. banging." Eunice says, "We're up here banging." Let those flaps fly, Joe. What the? Kyle, we're gonna. I know this is an explicit show, but let's just try to just imagine. Yeah, it was rated PG thirteen. You know. Noted. All right, imagined it. <laughs> That seems like a less interesting show, if I'm quite honest. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> Best reply I think you've ever done. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, Kyle. It's finally time to square up the news. Zermina Khan over at PS Lifestyle writes, PlayStation Showcase announcements and trailers were reportedly withheld. Two reliable insiders have su- have suggested that Sony may have withheld some announcements from May 2023's PlayStation Showcase. Much has been written about fans' disappointment as well as Sony's first-party showings being in the doldrums, but apparently the company had some trailers and announcements ready that were surprisingly missing from Wednesday's event. Insiders puzzled by Sony withholding announcements from PlayStation Showcase, Insider Gaming's Tom Henderson claims to have seen trailers, quote-unquote, and stuff, that he was expecting at this month's event. So their absence came as a quote-unquote big surprise to him. Quote, it's understood that a lot of the games we're waiting on seeing are pretty much ready, so I'm not sure why Sony decided to wait this time around, he wrote. Another known insider, The Snitch, who happens to have a near-flawless track record, also expressed their surprise over the missing announcements. Quote, guys, I know some announcements that were not announced during the showcase, they wrote on the Discord server. It's super weird, end quote. The snitch said that one of the missing announcements was a PC port of a AAA game, which is speculated to be Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, based on a gift they shared ahead of the showcase. And they were correct. So, that said, Drellish writes in, Hey, you two, longtime listener and fan Drell here. I'm wondering, of the recent PlayStation Showcase, was constructed in a way because of that Jeff Keighley factor. Sony needs to have some bombs it wants to drop during his show and thus could not present some of the, come on guys, with this word, bangers it wanted during the past showcase. It felt like Sony was caught flat-footed for a moment. What are your thoughts? And to add to this question, the Green Gorilla Gamer writes, Sub boys! I know everyone has pretty much shared their thoughts on it. I won't go too crazy. I just thought they didn't show enough PlayStation. I have no idea what's to come for the PlayStation 5. Quite a few games didn't strike my fancy, but Bungie and Insomniac absolutely stole the show for me. The Metal Gear solid, uh, but how are they going to finally give me Spider-Man 2 trailer with a shit ton of gameplay, but then two minutes before it, tell me that Cade 6 is alive? you, Sony, for making me feel things. I've never shared my reaction to that trailer because I straight up bro- broke into tears. My video game persona is back. And now you're telling me there may be another showcase? Okay, there's rumors of one, but what do you guys think? 
do you think we need it? Would PlayStation find more value showing off their games at their own showcase, or can they get away with having some first-party reveals at Jeff Keighley's showcase? Because all honesty, I think it's the latter. With E3 being out of the picture, Sony could very well treat Summer Games Fest like a new E3, and we could have Sony reveal similar to E3 2016-17. I think that would be great. Rather than trying to fight Jeff all the time, just build bridges with the guy and see what can become of a friendship. There needs to be more camaraderie amongst these people, but that's just, uh, th sorry, but that's for another decision. Hope you're both doing well this week. Much love and God bless. God bless you, sir. May the light bless you. Uh, Kyle, <laughs> these questions are similar, but they share this uh, a similar you know, feeling, and that yeah. is... This showcase didn't hit that well, or what no. PlayStation at least expected it to. Mm -hmm. And it's really weird because I saw a ton of games that I want to play, but yet I still feel underwhelmed. So do you think yeah. that there's where there's smoke, there's fire, and we might get a second showcase? What, what do you think? You think there's something in that just show? Uh, oh, there's a lot of uh, uh, whew, a lot of questions. There. I'm sorry. Um, no, no, it's fine. That's why Is you're there the a best. Showcase no, that's coming. why you're, that's why you're the best. Um, <laughs> maybe, but not for a few months. Maybe around the not September time. September time, you think? Maybe. Um, What's the size of the showcase? Forty minutes. Okay, so we okay, call so call it like the future of PlayStation. You know what I mean? Like. Not like what's the, the showcase of what's this year, which is what we got last week, but a future. Here's what I look forward to, which I think is a lot of people who are upset about last week's showcase. It's because the future is still unclear in in, in many people's eyes. Yes. I. But okay, the, another the, question before yeah, I, I, I mm -hmm, tackle that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you think we're getting Jimbo out here again talking about like, well, we want a surprise and delight? Like, no, this... I maybe maybe this is where where we get a Herman okay. coming in because he is the head of the studios and, and Jim is just you know the the president of everybody. Yeah, um, I think that might be where where it comes in. But I also think going back to like people being disappointed, including myself in some regards, even though I agree with you, there are a lot of really great games in there. The solid, like over half of them, I'm I want to play. Um. I think PlayStation backed themselves into a corner by calling it a PlayStation showcase. I think yeah. calling it a showcase holds it to a higher level of anticipation and excitement and expecting tons of PlayStation first party stuff, which we got some, but nothing of what we're playing. We got concepts. Yeah. We got ideas of what these things are. And even in, in the case of Concord, not even a huge idea other than there's space involved. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. not a whole lot. And 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 on the other question, when it comes to like next week's Summer Game Fest, I do think they might leave a couple things for Jeff's show. And I think that's PlayStation's way of, quote unquote, owning the news cycle. Once again, like yeah. last week was all about PlayStation, even though it wasn't good news, it was still news. This yeah. week, we've got Ratchet coming to PC, which we'll talk about a little bit. That's somewhat of, of news. Next week, if we get a, even if we get one, one or mm -hmm. two 
You know, like that's still huge for PlayStation to have something at what is now the biggest game in town, the Summer Game Fest. I am, uh, again, strange. I'm in a position, I've been thinking about this topic all week of how I wanted to tackle it. Because I don't want to sound like that person, but I'm going to sound like that person. And it's, just understand, this is also weird for me here, too. Um, I know for a fact that PlayStation, PlayStation thought they had a better show that they had. Um, and that they're probably taken aback right now by the response that was way more negative that they thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. For example, um, and people will be like, how do you know this, Joe? Very easy to do. There's a nice little Chrome extension. You're able to uh, disable the, um, or actually enable the ability to to see likes versus dislikes on YouTube again. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you're like me and your old boss forgot to you know, change your password to that, oh, that's all marketing no. program you got. <laughs> uh, you could go and see what the like to disrate uh, like ratio is on a YouTube video. It helps for, for, for plenty of reasons, gauge things. And I want to just put things into perspective here. Overall, the showcase has a, a little bit of like heat on it. Like it has a 15% like dislike ratio, which is big. Typically again, and me coming from the PR lens, it's like less than 5%. So oh boy. yeah, Joe talking this, numbers. Where are your glasses? To I'm put sorry. Up? Yes. Get him a pocket protector over here. (laughs) Jesus, stop bullying me. But when you take a look at the individual trailers, you see something really interesting. The trailer for Fair Games, right, um, from Haven Studios, Mm -hmm. it's abysmal. Like, the likes Mm -hmm. is 20% to dislike 80%. I think it's Mm -hmm. like a few thousand people watching that. Same with Concord. It's like at a 28% liked, 72% disliked. Like, it's... People are letting their thoughts know that they are known that they're concerned about where this PlayStation's headed. They're concerned about what they saw at the showcase. And you don't need necessarily insider information to say, yeah, PlayStation saw this and they're not pleased with the result either. But I would be very hesitant to think that they have a showcase just to answer for a, you could say lackluster, you could say mediocre, you could say whatever. Like, again, I like the showcase and I Mm -hmm. could say that I could see where people are coming from, right? I don't think they have a showcase to answer that. So I I do think it's going to be something along the lines of we have two more state of place, two more, um, theoretically one or two more. One that's going to talk about the revision of the PlayStation 5, right? Uh, You're going to probably talk about that Spider-Man release date. That's an opportunity for Herman Holtz to say, hey, look, there's some more cool hardware that we're taking a look at coming into this holiday season. You also want to announce how much that uh, Project uh, Q is going to cost as Mm -hmm. well. That's slated for this holiday. So you're like, hey, here's the cool hardware. Now here's the future software you're going to be playing on it. And you could drop a couple more little teasers or tidbits from studios that we know and love in there. Because I think that's really, at the end of the day, the problem with the showcase was there was a lot of different things that we don't know from PlayStation. Like, we don't know Haven. We don't know Firewalk. They have pedigree behind them with the devs that are working there, but we don't know what they're truly capable of. So we're skeptical when we see it. Uh, 
So maybe if we see whatever gorilla's working on or whatever Ben's sitting on or whatever the case may be, maybe you'll see them there. But I don't think we're going to get a 40-minute showcase just because we wanted a better showcase, if that makes any sense. No, that's fair. And and, and on your earlier point about the when you got all nerdy with the percentages. Yeah. Nerf! Do you... I think that this is just another instance, another type of uh, review bombing where people are coming in and just disliking it because whether or not they're not okay with the life service, the thing being the main focus and who cares what the trailer is. They're just coming in to just dislike it, just to dislike it kind of thing. I mean, you could be right. I remember what was it like infinite warfare that was like the most yeah. disliked video on YouTube ever. And it's like and sometimes there's leaked pretty... beheadings on YouTube. And you're telling me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> you know right? I mean? I've heard that game's not that bad. I, it, did, it tried to do something different. It tried something different. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah the campaign was good. Uh, but like, you're right. It could be a guttural reaction to what the internet internet took as a again lackluster showcase, but. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, Kyle. Maybe this leads into my next question, but yeah. you, you take it. Take it from I was me just going to say, because like, personally, I do like the tone of, of what Fair Games is. Yeah. I like the idea of it. Not at all what I thought Haven was working on. <laughs> when we were talking about like Haven's next game, I was not expecting a multiplayer heist thing that I was reminds us of Watch Dogs. Yeah. I was expecting something more... Uh, um, uh, oh my god, why can't I think of it? Like survival. You know, mm. like like uh, almost Animal Crossing. I don't know why in my head. Like something very low-key yeah. and, yeah, and, and I just relaxing think, kind of thing. Honestly, I, I, and Edward kind of says it here, man. It's no way it's review bombing. Everyone kind of seems to think it was a letdown. And again, it's a strange letdown because there's great games here. Dude, Alan Wake. Oh, oh yeah, great. no, no. I'm not saying... Yeah, I'm not well. saying the the main show. I, I was talking specifically about those two games you, you sure. referenced. Those, sure. those the review bombing. Yeah, the showcase at all. Yeah, I know everyone thinks that was a letdown. Just those two in particular. All right. So here's my question for you, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, I tend to believe that, again, there there's something. It's just not as big. I think that this is going to be like a state of play of like, hey, well, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put some Listerine on it you know what i mean like here's a blog post (laughs) no 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 like here's a good state of play like i can expect and and this is where i throw it over to you kyle i can expect that we'll see a state of play on the first half of 2024 sometime in november december but it's not going to be what you you want it to be right like we're going to see rise of ronin we're going to see like stellar blade like you know we're going to see suicide squad for better oh so stellar blade you think is not this year Maybe that's something they say for Jeff shows, but mm. we'll save it for our predictions later on. Right. But like okay. that that second party that that of games that people are really interested in, I think that's where we see. And maybe we end it with like a, you know, just for shits and gigs, like God of War, you know, six and a half. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll do. You know, Kratos going boy <laughs> again, and then just a, a nice little logo. I don't know, whatever the case may be. Uh, just one more thing on it to kind of wash your mouth out of the bad taste that is the showcase. But I think they kind of are taking notes of what worked and 
Well, obviously didn't. So they come back to it fully next year. That's what I'm really thinking. All right. My my other but thing. But if you were PlayStation, Kyle, if you were yeah. Shohei, Shuhei Yoshida, you were in the shoes, and you get to decide wh- where would you want to place this showcase. Where do you oh. think it makes sense? You're in the e- cockpit. Easily late August, early September. Okay. That that's that's where I would want to do like. You know, I, that would, I, you know, asterisks. Uh, that would be after we get a Spider-Man date. But gotcha. like, yeah, we got Spider-Man coming in, in the coming weeks, months, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we want to let you know what's coming after Spider-Man. Here's what's next. And then, yeah. then do, you know, your your Rise of Ronin, your... Um, I'm blanking on it. I'm sorry. Yeah, your Celebrates, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Fair enough. Your pragmatas, whatever. <laughs> You're really on this pragmata. You really Where is this. it? Like we saw that Kojima ass <laughs> Death Stranding trailer two yeah. years ago. Yeah. It said it was this year. Mm-mm. That's the Mm-mm. only trailer. It's similar to Spider-Man. We've only seen one trailer that prior to the showcase. And nothing. We've yeah. seen Stellar Blade, what, two, three times? Like Kyle, I don't... what if Pragmata is just Deep it's down. another deep down. Yeah, yeah it's just another, another deep, deep down, down situation. Oh yeah. my goodness it's gracious! It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Also, shout out to Shubles a bits for the quick twenty dollar uh, super chat. Hey, like, thanks, Shubles. Have a fantastic show. I feel like we're having one, Shubles. You be yeah, the you be the judge. Um, but yeah, I again, I think we get a little something, but it's not, it's not what we truly want. I think this. Yeah. Uh, but I would take comfort in knowing PlayStation knows. That's it. That's all uh, I got for you. Going back to to these insiders, yeah. shocked that some things weren't shown. Yep. Crazy thought. Not okay. sure, but I want to throw it out there. I think it'd be yeah, interesting. Just, yeah. What if they do like the Marvel thing, and they they you know like when we see uh, a Marvel movie trailer and there are scenes in the trailer that aren't in the movie. Oh. Like these little you know things that aren't supposed to be seen yet. Mm-hmm. And then it's got everyone talking, and then we they maybe to kind of keep the conversation going of like, mm-hmm. oh, what did they see? How, or you to know, say what it to, is. to kind of pinpoint maybe to stop the leakers. or who like, the leakers hey, are. Yeah, you yeah, know, we maybe, give we give you know Kyle Stevenson the 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 Bloodborne remake trailer to hand out to the snitch, and then the snitch knows now we know where the leaks who it are. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's some conspiracy level stuff. That's that some would, you know tinfoil like hat yeah. stuff going on. It's not happening at all, yeah. but you know yeah. it's fun. Yeah, fun. All right, Kyle. Enough of that. Enough of that. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? I'm laughing at Sunny Chat. Uh, you ignore him. I want to talk about a next segment we got, <sighs> and it's a segment I like to call a new one, brand new segment here, folks. Moneyball. I like how you just take from copyrighted things and trademark things. <laughs> no. It's a new thing. I came up with it. It's an established IP. Moneyball. <laughs> Business. We're talking. We're talking slides. We're talking projections. We're talking about theory. We're talking about business. Brad Pitt's Moneyball. Kyle, we're gonna break down uh, a little. Uh, 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 business update from Sony HQ about where they're projecting PlayStation in the future. And this is just 
broken down through all segments of the PlayStation business. Now, we're not going to get into the numbers of it. We're not going to get into the boring stuff. What we are going to highlight are the things that we found were genuinely interesting and where it kind of spells where Sony's headed into the future. So, Kyle, there's a lot here. I want to break it down piece by piece. So you'll read the first story. I'll read the second. You read the third. I read the fourth. So on. Just to make it fair. You ready? I think so. All right. Then take it away with the first story, sir. Jay Peters from The Verge writes, PlayStation is getting bit or is betting big on new franchises and live service games. It has 12 live service games in production. As part of a business presentation on Tuesday, Sony shared some updates about how it plans to invest in its portfolio. In the 2025 fiscal year, for example, it estimates that 50% of its PlayStation Studios investments will be in new IP, which is a major jump from years past. According to a slide, in its 2019 fiscal year, only 20% of its investments were in new franchises. And if you look at that slide, that 50% of investments in fiscal year 23 appears to be as large, if not larger, than its entire spending in fiscal year 19. The changes could be even more notable for how Sony invests in what it calls, quote-unquote, traditional games and live service ones. In fiscal year 19, the split was 88% traditional games to 12% live service, but in fiscal year 25, uh, Sony expects that ratio to flip to 40-60. During the presentation, PlayStation Studio said, Herman Hulse said that Sony currently has 12 live service games in production, a number that Sony has shared in the past. Sony has made some major acquisitions in studios working on big live service titles, including Bungie, Jade Raymond's Haven Studios, and Firewalk Studios, and Horizon franchise developer Guerrilla Games has already said that it's working on a multiplayer Horizon game. Sony has clearly seen how studios like Epic Games, which it has invested hundreds of millions into, and Bungie, which it now owns, can encourage players to invest heaps of time and money into Fortnite and Destiny 2 level hits, and it appears Sony sees a significant opportunity in making live service games of its own. So I just want to kind of quell the, eh, the uncomfortable air in the room. Okay, I want to just don't worry, everyone. I want to disperse it. So uh, just to make note of here, they got 12 live service games coming. We've known this. We've talked about this. This is not it's not like they're taking the current um you know, budget that they have for all their single player games and going, Hey, uh, guys spread that amongst yourself. Uh, we're, we're actually cutting it in half by, by 60%. This is just further investment. So the single player games that we know and love are not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, there is a fantastic Jeff Grubb video that I do implore everybody who's interested in this. Joe gave me homework this week to watch it. And I did. Oh, that's good. And I feel very confident because he's been echoing the same things we've been saying on the show for two plus years now, which is, guys, gang, what PlayStation sees is an opportunity to make a boatload of cash with live service games while maintaining the games that we know and love, our Horizons, our God of Wars, our, you know, uh, Ghost of Tsushima's, whatever have you. Um, they're making 12 games. And this is where I throw it over to you. Mm-hmm. But they don't expect all of them to hit. In fact, they expect no. a lot of them to kind of dud. They're mm-hmm. really hoping that one or two kicks off. Because that's really all they need. 
because that's all they need, right? If you if you're able to throw everything at a wall and then one sticks, one Apex Legend sticks, then you're in a good spot, right? Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense why they go out there and buy Bungie, which we're going to talk about that story in a little bit, because Bungie's going to go around and go, nah, we've made this mistake before. This isn't going to work out. You need to go back to the drawing board of, or, hey, we really like this from this studio. Keep this in here or expand on that thought. Uh, they're going to help with the expertise that PlayStation desperately needs because they've never made a live service game before, Right. The, the scale of a destiny. They just haven't. So they need that expertise. That's why the acquisition of Bungie makes so much sense. But Kyle, if you're making 12 games and you're throwing them all at a wall, and sure, you have one of the best people, to, you know, best, um, you know, allies in this endeavor with Bungie. But if you're expecting most of them to fail, I want to know how that makes you feel as a PlayStation gamer. Because to me... I feel like that's going to hurt the pedigree that is PlayStation, is it not? I mean, th- that goes into why I was worried at the beginning when we heard about this, where I rather I think a lot of our community echoed that at the time and maybe still do. But we'd rather that money go into that single player stuff that we enjoy PlayStation to do and to go into it knowing to not have or, or knowing that they don't have their. No, that's the right word. So I'm uh, wording. So I'm not going to say it. Like the confidence in some of these, mm-hmm. and just kind of throw it and see if there's a community thing into it. Yeah. Like I don't want, I don't want one of these talented studios, uh, a first party studio, to make something that's cool and then it fizzles out and then we no longer have a thing like Knockout City, right. or, or 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 something that else that like shuts its doors down way too quickly and it doesn't have the time it it is it needs or we then or end we look at it and be like oh man think about what they could have been working on yeah instead of this live figuring things out you know what i mean and then that is where my hesitation came at the beginning there's still some sort of hesitation there yeah but like I, I, I referencing that that Jeff Grubb video again. He talked about how like being afraid of change and what the PlayStation Studios lineup is shouldn't really be a thing because if you really think about each generation, and when he said this, I was like, man, that's like, yeah, duh. Uh, think about how many IP from PlayStation One mm-hmm. is still around. Think right. about PS2 minus, uh, you know, Ratchet. Ratchet. Yeah. And then you, you keep going. And, like, yeah, there's been some major changes to IP that we play and when it comes to sequels and whatnot. And, like, mm-hmm. that just makes a whole lot of sense to me. So, like, maybe not be so hesitant about this and let it play out. I, I think uh-huh. that's a lot of what makes me angry over the last week is is so much anger about the showcase (laughs) and about the direction of playstation it's just like we are we just press the buttons and make the 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 pixels move on a screen yeah let them work let them cook you know like let them do what they got to do and if it doesn't work out after we play them then we can be upset but like let them do their thing and also i don't think i don't think 
those 12 games, all of them are going to make it. Like when we see, you know, PlayStation over the last few months start kind of cutting off some studios like Pixel Opus, cutting off, you know, projects like coming out of Deviation. This isn't, you know, PlayStation doing this on a whim. They're saying, hey, listen, we have this this checkpoint here. Um, and to proceed, you needed to, to get through X, Y, and Z, and you didn't do it. You didn't nail it. So they lost confidence, and maybe Bungie came around <laughs> with the Grim Reaper suit on going, and you mm-hmm. shall not pass, right? Yeah. Um, and I like the one thing that I really like here, Kyle, is Sony pr- not pretending like they know it. Actually actually going out to, to Bungie and treating them not as a studio first party studio but treating them as a complete equal by going hey we value your input because we do not know how to do this and that's what i actually take away from this is like yeah why not cut a project if it's not working and then you can focus and refocus on something else or if one studio needs guidance who better than bungie to give that guidance out so like to me i actually saw this going yeah, as someone who isn't afraid of live service games, because I play a lot of them like Fortnite, mm-hmm. um, not scared of this in the slightest. So no. just also uh, one thing, people mm-hmm. keep forgetting that Sony has had a live service game, pretty profitable one for the last couple of years, and will be the show. So I'm just putting that out there. And it's like, in that it's, slide. It's crushing, by the yeah. way. Um, but I also just want to point out, like people who are afraid of PlayStation not having those first party exclusive single player things. Let's just really, really take a second okay. and think about the last couple of years of PlayStation. We've been getting the, them like almost nonstop. Yeah. Back, like 2020 it last was ghost mm-hmm. 21 was 21 death stranding. Yeah. No, 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 was it really? uh, 19, no. 19, 19, yeah. Uh, uh, oh my God, uh, Ragnarok, yeah. Ashes Playroom, Miles and those Morales. games aren't Returnal. going away. No, yeah, Forbidden those games West. aren't going away. Like these new studios are just adding to it. Yeah. So that's what I kind of have a little. I, I'm I'm a bit more optimistic than I see a lot of the internet. And I, Absolutely, I, I, I get why. Yeah. That said, the next bit, this is a little quick one. PlayStation accessories are highly profitable uh, for Sony. This comes from Derek Strickland over at Tweaktown. Uh, Sony notes that accessories revenue is up 47% prior to the previous generation. This reflects the increase of the $70 price tag attached excuse me, to the most basic PS5 DualSense controller as well as additions like the $55 faceplate for the console, nine, uh, sorry, $99 Pulse 3D headset, and a range of premium monitors and headsets, the Endzone brand. The surges of accessory revenue also helped PlayStation's other segment uh, generate record-breaking $2.5 billion in Jeez. earnings. The other segments include peripherals, accessories, PC games, and devices such as PSVR 2. Now we can understand why PlayStation is kind of diving, you know, headfirst into that Project Q that people is are so easily writing off. Which I say, don't write it off yet till we actually know everything. Uh, and those earbuds, it's printing them money. Yeah, hand over fist. It's the attach rate to the PlayStation Five is truly insane, and we have to take that into perspective before we just again just like throw the baby out with the bathwater type of thing. Now, here's one, Kyle, I want you to read because I, uh, I find this interesting and we're going to eat a little bit of crap for it. 
rightfully so. Oh, we are. Oh, yeah. okay. Reese Wood over at Tech Raider writes, on the PSVR 2 front, PSVR 2 is on track to outsell its PS4 predecessor. At least it is, according to Sony itself. PSVR 2 has been on the market for just over three months now, and we finally have accurate sales figures. During a business webcast, Sony was able to share sales figures for the PSVR-based VR headset, specifically for its first six weeks on the market. The webcast presentation claims that Sony was able to shift 600,000 PSVR YouTube two units in its first six weeks that would be from its february 22 launch to around april 5th 2023 according to sony that's eight percent more than the original psvr managed across the same period of time Ooh, we kyle we got it wrong we reported back uh in march that hey questionable that these things are selling that great we saw conflicting reports that they weren't selling good um now we have word from sony themselves so we could say hey psvr2 it's doing fine i don't know if it's as well as i think they'd hope but to see it's doing better than its predecessor is worth noting i just want to see more of those games come out <laughs> that's sure. all i really need to see uh, also, what are your thoughts what? on psvr2s uh, great, but don't put me in in that bracket. I said it was fine. <laughs> oh, you're right. I'm eating the crap. You're just watching. Yeah, yeah. Wa- I was about to say because yeah, you said I was it like, was going to be fine. And compared to the other VR headsets in the same time frame, it was doing pretty well. Yeah. So yeah, I, it's awesome to 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 see it, and I hope it continues. And like, I'm with you though, Joe. Yeah. Give me those games. I know yeah. Synapse is very soon. Yep. Which is very exciting. Yep. July. We just got Beat Saber, which I haven't tried yet. Um. Beat Saber. We're 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 getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. And, and just like any new thing, new peripheral, new accessory, it's going to take a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, the future. I want to know a little bit more about it instead of being on the edge of my seat and, and like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a cool Twitter post. Oh, it's in VR. <laughs> awesome. Great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that said. And this is just a oh, really quick one. Yeah. Also, Dewani in chat reminds us, yeah, that was mostly just direct from PlayStation Direct. Now they're out in the wild at big box places. So, yeah. And PlayStation also notes they want to keep pushing the direct sales. Because, oh, again, they get that direct <laughs> cash. So I don't blame them. That's bad news for us, Joe. Here's something I found shocking. Yeah, bad news for us. Uh, here's what I found shocking. PlayStation Extra. And PlayStation Premium subscriber numbers are surprising. This comes from Prath Bragia over at Game Rant. Uh, Sony revealed that the PlayStation Plus Premium had hit 8 million subscribers as of March 2023, and PlayStation Extra sitting at 6.1 million. The higher PS Plus tiers now account for 30% of total users, with Sony recently confirming that PlayStation Plus has reached 47.4 million subscribers across the three tiers. We talk about how mid premium is, but it seems like community at large keeps on buying it, paying into it. Yeah. I I think this might be a case of we're in the know. Yeah. And it's everyone else. The, the, the God, I hate saying the common person uh, (laughs) (laughs) just sees it as like the all encompassing package. Yeah just going for it and, and and just like probably barely touching it yeah but yeah. it it counts and it's working so like yeah cool cool it's all right last one Kyle. let's take this one away 
Sony wants around half of its games to be on PC and mobile by 2025. This comes from John Porter over at The Verge. A chart shown during the presentation suggests this would be a major increase from its releases this year, when around a quarter of the company's releases will be on PC and mobile, with the remainder split between its PS4 and PS5 consoles. Quote, by expanding to PC and mobile, and it must be said, also to live services, we have the opportunity to move from a situation of being present in a very narrow segment of the overall gaming software market to being present pretty much everywhere, said Sony Interactive Entertainment President Jim Ryan. It expects PC game sales to triple this year. Ooh-wee, as you said that, the biggest like motorbike crew just passed by. You, you, You're oh, welcome. You, you edited it perfectly. Perfect. You're welcome. Um, cool. <laughs> I've seen a lot of cool. like hate towards PC ports, and I'm kind of getting tired Stop of it. it. Really, this is the future. Stop it. Xbox doing it, PlayStation's following. More people playing the game is fine. Yeah, cool. It's gonna be interesting though. Uh, talking about showcases, there's gonna be a lot of learning experiences for PlayStation because they do expect PC uh, uh, and and mobile to become a big piece of that pie for them. So mm-hmm. it's going to be really interesting when we go back to showcases, what showcases will look like. Cause we saw a glimpse of it, right? We saw the, the dumb Gran Turismo trailer and we all just scoffed and we all rolled well, our eyes. Not even that. But, uh, I'm pretty sure, except for Spider-Man, mm-hmm. the other three first party stuff had a, or, and hell divers had a PS five and PC on the yeah. ending graphic. So because they're all live service games and they get it. Yeah. It's about bringing yeah, yeah, that yeah. community. And so yeah. good. And at the end of the day, we're seeing a PlayStation in motion. You know, the final notes is finally the company says it wants to expand its IP outside of gaming and use the recent Uncharted film and the upcoming uh, HBO series based on The Last of Us as key examples. Well, it's now out and it's amazing. In the final side Sony it said it hopes to transform uh, PlayStation's current console-centric approach to a future where larger elements of our community extend beyond the console. We're talking about beyond the console again. This is a thing. This is happening. PlayStation wants to be wherever, whatever has a screen, it wants to be there. This is something we've said from the get-go. They're all thinking about this this day where one day the box isn't the core focus. It will be for the foreseeable future but when we start getting out into the distance there we get into the weebs it it might not be one day and they want to be prepared for it so what we're seeing is kyle i don't know about you but we're seeing a playstation in motion where it's doing a lot of things at once right it's trying to break into the live service it's trying to break into mobile it's trying to break into the accessory market it's trying to break into its uh its own you know uh, subservices. It's trying to break into TV. It's trying to break into movies. It's trying to do all these things at once because they feel like this is necessary in order to grow the brand and to grow PlayStation outside that, you know, what they expect the PlayStation 5 to sell, which is more than 108 million units at the end of the day. So they're seeing that ceiling that you hit with console sales and they're saying, hey, listen, we could always hit 100 million units sold, but we want to press through that ceiling we want to break that ceiling and we want to go elsewhere to get more money for us as a company so mm-hmm. it makes sense to me kyle it just makes sense sure i'm with you all right kyle. Whew, whew. this next news story is a big one let me get so, a, a a decent sip of water please here before I start. you're really gonna need a gut guys <laughs> this is the one 
everybody's been freaking out about. Uh, it's been a crazy development over the past weekend. Uh, so, Kyle, take it away. How now, brown cow? <laughs> the human torch was denied, denied a big loan. A big okay. Loan. <clears throat> Michael Larry over at PS Lifestyle writes in, well, not writes in, writes. <laughs> The Last of Us multiplayer game is reportedly being reevaluated as team downsizes. Naughty Dog just officially gave a statement about the Last of Us multiplayer game that was not at the PlayStation Showcase and said it needed more time. A new report has given more insight into the mysterious title and that decision to not show it, alleging that the game is currently being reassessed. This report comes from Bloomberg and notes that Sony has slowed down development on the game in order to, quote, reassess its quality and long-term viability, end quote. The part of the team working on the multiplayer Last of Us game was scaled back after a recent evaluation, and some have reportedly been reassigned elsewhere within the studio. However, despite the downsizing, it is still being worked on while going through its re its reevaluation. Bungie was allegedly key in this process as the Destiny studio, quote, raised questions, end quote, about the multiplayer Last of Us game's ability to, quote, keep players engaged for a long period of time. Sony touted Bungie's expertise in live service games during the acquisition, and Sony CFO Hiroki Totoki said in an in in an investor presentation that the company planned to apply Bungie's live service knowledge to its other studios. Insider Jeff Grubb also chimed in by saying that he heard that it, quote, looks a lot like a studio's first live service game, end quote, and that Naughty Dog wanted to, quote, do things its way, which maybe didn't bode well for factions, end quote. The official statement and unofficial report came just after a PlayStation showcase that many assume would include more about this online game. It's unclear when it will show up, what they full trailer and reveal as Naughty Dog has only provided a few pieces of concept art so far. In addition, PlayStation virtual uh, PlayStation visual arts layoffs may be linked to the last of us multiplayer. According to a LinkedIn post published by former PS visual arts dev, John Borba, the layoffs were due to a quote, large pivot end quote on a triple a multiplayer game quote. There was some restructuring within our studio and I was among the people let go to support the new budgetary needs. He added, in October 2022, job listings revealed that PS Visual Arts was working on a mystery project with Naughty Dog. Last week, reports emerged that the Last of Us multiplayer game is being reevaluated and its team is being downsized. Borba's LinkedIn post suggests that the project he was working on wasn't shelved. His statement came shortly after Naughty Dog stated that it'll continue to work on the Last of Us multiplayer despite further delays, so it's quite possible that the AAA multiplayer game Borba is referring to is the Last of Us multiplayer. Sona has maintained silence about the recent layoffs. All right, so we got two questions that kind of link together here. Long Chicken writes in all the way from Germany, Deutschland themselves, writes in, I have a question, too. What's going on with Naughty Dog and the long-promised Last of Us standalone multiplayer? Been waiting forever, and all we got are two concept arts and a note. Very disappointing. I hope Bungie had a good reason to delay it, and it will eventually see the light of day sometime. What do you guys think? And this is coupled with Lamju's tr uh, question who wrote over on Twitter, just like you can too. Add us at PS Showroom. Join the Discord server where over 300 plus people are chatting it up about PlayStation each and every day. We ask you questions there. You come on over here, you drop them down here, and we, uh, we answer them on the show live. Like, like I'm doing right now. What do you guys think? 
they could be altering during the delay to make factions work. Maybe Naughty Dog takes Bungie's advice and reworks some systems to make it grind, make it a grind game like Destiny, or cut the content content up and spread it over a season. I could see them releasing it as a seventy dollar multiplayer game. Ooh wee! I feel like we are all being fairly optimistic <laughs> about this uh, this multiplayer game because I'm not hearing great things. But Kyle, what do you think, yeah. man? Why did why did why is Bungie going on in here knocking on doors, seeing what people's working on, then killing the project? Is it because they want Marathon to succeed oh. and The Last of Us to die? No, and they're not killing it. <laughs> There's no killing going on here. It's just uh, this is why, first and foremost, that PlayStation bought Bungie. They want their expertise. You said it before. Like yep. they, they need their expertise on live service. They've gone through it. They know what works, what doesn't work, and this is just a, this is a bump in the road. Am I bummed? Absolutely, I am bummed. I, mm. I am a huge fan of the original factions. I'd be okay if it's just that. Now it's yeah. just like new maps or whatever. But if. Bungie's coming in and saying that, like, you know, getting to level 30 and all you get is a bandana. Like, that's not <laughs> exciting. Like, right. that that is not going to compel people to keep playing. So there's got to be something there to, to work on. It. And I'm okay with that. I am okay yeah. with, with them taking their time. I am not worried at all by the the shifting stuff. Joe, don't look upset with me. I'm a little upset. I, I oh, I'm I'm a little bummed that the it's become the norm for studios to just put out a note and be like, "Hey, we heard you. I'm tired." <laughs> just like here's the here's the rule. Like I don't know. I don't know if I love the studios being so knee-jerk reactionary and wanting to appease everyone and try to stop the flames, whatever. But, like, I... Bottom of the story is I'm not worried. Let them do their thing. Naughty Dog is a talented studio, one of the best. They've done multiplayer games right already Sure. in their games. It just needs a little bit more seasoning. Just I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to come on here and be like all doom and gloom. I'm not going to do it. No. You're not going to get me to do it, Joe. Cool. I think this game's canceled. So Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I joke, I joke. Um I, this is not my idea. I just loved their words on it and I and I agree 100% um with their theory. So Travis over at, on Bis- Bitcast over on Season Gaming, of which we're partnered with. So head on over to Season Gaming. Bitcast do, do, does great work. Ains has a review for Diablo 4, which is 20 minutes long. Um, and if you can bear through his you know monotone voice, it's well worth it. That being said, uh, they do great work. And Travis said something, as a Destiny fan, where he could have saw problems with uh, with The Last of Us is they wanted to be very ambitious in terms of story content in this game. Mm, that's fair. And if there was ever someone who tried to be overly ambitious with story content in a games as service before, it is Bungie. <laughs> and it is Destiny. And you still see, after all these years, Destiny uh, uh, um, kind of coming to terms with that early decision to put Grimoire cards in that, in that game. 
right? Uh, you're still trying to they're they're still trying to find that story in Destiny, and I know in recent years they've gotten better at it, and that's why they probably knocked on you know Naughty Dog's door and going, "Hey guys, I see what you're doing here." We tried to do something similar, and we're telling you you're not going to be able to catch up with how many people are going to go through this content. And that's probably them reassessing things on a on a story standpoint of where this Last of Us Factions is. Um, I, you know, I saw, I think Lorraine on, on Twitter was far more optimistic. I'm not. Uh, just because you know Neil Druckmann comes on a podcast and talks really highly about a project doesn't mean that project's going well or going swimmingly, right? Um, to me, yeah, you could show us concept art. That's cute and all. But I just feel like Naughty Dog wasted four years on a game that is going to be shrunken down and probably put right into The Last of Us Part 3. Um, and it sucks because that was always the case for the last of us part. It was supposed to be the additional content to last of us part two. And so I'm just like, it, it, it feels like, you know, yeah, baby's first live service. And they, they got all the, you know, they, they kind of hit every bump along the way. And the last thing you want to do, if you're naughty dog is to lose talent um, because you're making a multiplayer thing that you're not, too equipped to handle and it's getting too ambitious for you. So I do understand why you'd probably want to cut the lead here, rescope things and say, you know what? This scope was too wide. Let's narrow it down and focus on the true elements that work here and maybe slim down that project. But to me, I, I read this as a little bit of a, it's a bummer because I would love this game. This is the live service game I'm most excited for mm -hmm. from uh PlayStation. But at the same exact time, this is why you get, you know, this is why you get Bungie because you do not want a, you don't want a bad game. I'd rather a, a no game than a bad game. And you don't want to ruin your reputation. If you're a naughty dog to come out with a games, a service game and people are lukewarm on it, you know, I rock steady, I E Bioware with Anthem. You don't want those moments. So I I'd rather them cut and run now, save face and, work on the projects that they're working on, which we can assume at this point is the last of us part three and a new IP. Did you just rework the Miyamoto quote? Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. I'd yep. rather no game, but then a bad game. <laughs> Miyamoto. <laughs> a Joe. <laughs> Mr. Bevin. Michael Scott. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I like to be a little bit more optimistic. Okay. Um, that being said, if it is baked in to a Last of Us Part 3 or not Last of Us themed at all and it's just mm -hmm. baked into another whatever game it is, I'm fine with it. Like, it's at the end of the day, it's going to be, uh, if it's on the same level gameplay wise, loop wise, yeah, as, as their other multiplayer things, I'm okay with that. It, it doesn't have to be world changing, which I think is where they might've got caught up in um, yeah. and, and why this is happening. But like, I and again, I, I feel like this isn't also the first game that naughty dogs had in development hell as well. Like sure. uncharted Four, changed direction midway Creative through that game. Directors. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you saw Amy leave Neil come back into it. So mm -hmm. 
yeah, it does mean this this project's dead. You're right. I'll I'll be more optimistic with you here, Kyle. Yeah. I I want to see this game uh, succeed. I want to see it do well. And again, that's why you bring Bungie in. I exactly. I'd be a little more worried if this happened without a team like Bungie that does, is it leading its expertise to this new future at PlayStation. You know what I mean? Like. If this was PlayStation seeing them try to do something on their own and be like, oh, that stinks, whatever, goodbye, yeah, that would hurt big time. And I like what uh, Star Zaras writes uh, in the chat here. I honestly mix, miss the days when we got like three, four games uh, in a franchise in a single generation. I miss those days too, but the, mm, yeah. the stark reality is games are getting bigger. They're demanding more people. They're getting yep. more expensive. The scopes are getting much wider. People are expecting more with each game, with each franchise. And it's honestly, that's what scares me. It's like we're snowballing into um, an inability to catch up to consumers' expectations on what a sequel is or what uh, you know a follow-up should be. That's what kind of scares me the most. But yeah. it is what it is. I miss those days, too. I wish we could go back, but... Sadly, the genie's out of the bottle. That said, Kyle, that we got Someone some a little Christina bit of Aguilera. Get it back in. Rub it the right way and get it back in. Let me tell you something. That music video made me a man. Uh, Kyle, did I did I rush home after school to watch TRL <laughs> with Carson Daly? Hell yeah, I did. Hell yeah, hell yeah, I did. Hell yeah, I did. Are you kidding me? All right, it's time for the last bit of news here, Kyle. This one we can we can sum up a little a little fast because um... sure. Uh, Paul, we saw this one coming, (laughs) y'all. Oh my god, please watch the clip of him after this news because, oh my goodness, you see a man Uh, truly defeated, he's broken. Paul Tassie over at Forbes writes Embracer Group stock drops 40% after two billion dollar mystery deal self destructs. What on earth just happened with Embracer Group? As the Swedish company has been scooping up developers and IPs and as such is now the owner of Tomb Raider, Dead Island, Lord of the Rings games, and big studios like Borderlands' Gearbox, but now something disastrous and mysterious just happened. Embracer is about to embark on some sort of industry mega deal to the tune of $2 billion, then late last night it collapsed, which Embracer said was a shock to them, and the news sent their stock crashing a full 40%. Quote, all documentation was finalized and ready to go as of yesterday. Yesterday, Embracer CEO Lars Wingefors told investors this morning, we asked for the execution of the agreement before our Q4 announcement. However, late last night, we we received a negative outcome from the counterparty, end quote. No one seems to know who this deal was supposed to be with. Embracer brought Borderlands' publisher Gearbox for $1.3 billion back in 2021. They also bought Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal, along with IPs like Deus Ex, Thief, Lev legacy of Kane and tomb raider for just 300 million dollars in 2022 so two billion dollars it had to have been something big even sony paid a little under double that for bungie at 3.6 billion dollars in one of their biggest deals to date embracer may no may no longer be on the spending spree it once was after this having lost 40 percent of its value instantly something you just do not see in this industry too often We'll see how this up unfolds, but right now it's looking very, very bad. Oh, hit my mic. My apologies. I ended all the my in, intonations were all over the place. Sorry, no, y'all. No, you no, you did fine. You did fantastic. Don't you even worry about it. Um, this is something we saw a mile away. That being said, 
I hope all all those people took those deals in cash. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what I hope. Um, yeah, yeah. This it's it, it's hard to run 130 plus studios. It Who really hard. Who would have thought? Maybe not going out here and just buying and gobbling up everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know who this deal was, but one would maybe think it's Amazon. Maybe they were Could trying be. to get into the gaming sphere. Maybe they're trying to break in with an exclusive deal with Embracer, get that catalog instantly on Luna, and then Fair. things change. But it doesn't matter now because that deal's donezo. And I'm kind of scared for Gearbox, Crystal D, and Eidos, man. I don't know about you. I'm I'm bummed. I uh, all fantastic studios, and the IP is incredible. Talk about like single player stuff. Um, like I play Borderlands single player, so like I, I love that. Uh, I hope they don't go away in obscurity. I hope that even if Embracer does still hold on to them and do- doesn't sell off. Uh, these these big guns here. Um, I just hope we still get stuff in those universes because those universes are cool. Yeah. Uh, at at this point, this is where I'm very pessimistic. I just hope that they they get good caretakers. That's all I hope. Especially Crystal Dynamics. God forbid every anything happens. To, like out of all of them here, Crystal Dynamics holds so much. Like it, it means so much to this industry that if they're gone, I I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably mm-hmm. throw up. I'd probably throw right up but at the same exact time it's kind of like the video of uh you know with the with the guy with the chart right the and find out chart <laughs> and it's like lars the, hit the the line graph round and now he's on the find out stage yeah and um yeah, it yeah. sucks you know kyle it is mental health week and we're kind of in the thick of it or the last day of mental health month um <laughs> perspective's always great we didn't mm-hmm. just lose two billion dollars it could always be worse. Think about that. I mean, think about that. I don't know. Lars is gonna probably pos- give up a kidney. If I was in the position to even yeah. lose two billion dollars, I'd walk away from the from the poker table. I think table. I'm okay. <laughs> you know. Hey Kyle, hey. listen. Summer Games Fest is upon us. Yeah. Next week, Thursday, June eighth. Mm-hmm. We will be delaying the show when we mm-hmm. typically record on Wednesday nights. We will be recording it on Thursday night instead so that you get our raw reactions to the showcase. Because let's be honest, there's not going to be any news between now and the showcase. So we're going to be breaking it all down for y'all. Also, June 8th. it won't yeah. probably be live here on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Because we'll probably be recording it late because there's other showcases and I have to do six one. Yeah. So just letting you know. Yeah. But we will be reacting to it live on yes, YouTube absolutely. on the eighth. So that said, we got some predictions. I I want to know where your head's at here when it comes to the Summer Games Fest predictions. Now, just like our previous predictions and all of our predictions, they're silly. Uh, if we see them here, great. If we don't, that's fine. Yeah. Um, because truth be told, I have no expectation for the showcase. Um, and I'm going to be even real with you. Half the time they bore me the tears. So I'm I'm really needing Jeff to step it up. If E3's dead and you're going to be the caretaker. This is going to be it. 
we got to see more than survival Walking Dead horror games, okay? Mm-hmm. In, in a base, some isolated base somewhere like last year. Yeah. Ooh, we, he really loved that theme. <laughs> so, Kyle, I got five predictions, okay? okay. We yep. each have five. I'm going to yep. share mine first, then you go next, and no, vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My first prediction. We mm-hmm. know that Cyberpunk is going to be in this show, showcase. We're going to see gameplay. I think the Cyberpunk DLC, the Phantom Liberty DLC, yeah. lands in July. That's my Ooh, first prediction. We Yeah. July, and it's an extensive huh? update. Okay. So, like, are we getting a... Um, we're, we're getting a gameplay thing? Are we, yep. are we, we are doing a mission with Idris Elba's character? Yep. Uh, and, like, what what is... I think that's a pretty safe-ish prediction. It's safe. Ma- it's safe. Yeah. Uh, what is something that they could add? Make it a little bit more spicy. We're going to see Idris nude. <laughs> Whoa. Jeff pulling we're, out the big guns, if you know what now, I'm talking about. Listen, we're not going to get full frontal, but we're going to see some cheeks. Okay. Oh, all right. There you go. There's yeah. your spicy right there. There you go. Okay. All right. And <laughs> women across the world, my mother included, will get like a spidey sense. <laughs> she's going to kick you out. She's going to kick you out of that chair <laughs> and be like, boot up cyberpunk right now. <laughs> me in joe show me how to work this thing (laughs) i put the vr headset on what am i doing and then she's gonna rotate her frame picture of knuckles from the sonic movie and just go to town oh no yeah i just walk (laughs) i accidentally just just one day i'm just walking to my room my mom's like has her hands out her mouth open wide you know it's it's like that uh one of the very first cyberpunk trailers where there's just uh, an android in like an ice bath with yeah. like wires. That's going to be your mom at your desk, just plugged in. There, there's just... like images scrolling over her eyeballs. Just... I, I'm thinking of the South Park episode with Stan's dad where like the internet, like there's no more internet for like in the whole entire world and people are going out of their mind because they have no more internet porn. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he walks in and stands dad is just like, ooh, spooky ghost. That's, <laughs> that's what I here. Oh, God, what's wrong with us? <sighs> Kyle, we what's your first here. prediction, bud? <laughs> I, I, man, if I'm wrong about this one, yeah. I, I, I don't think I ever want to predict ever again. All right, fair enough. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth will be here. Wow. Okay, that is bold. It it'll be here. Okay, fair enough. Because like, what are they? Um, oh boy, I should. I I just remembered TGS is a thing. Mm-hmm. All right, I I'm think, sticking with it though. I'm sticking with it. My next prediction here, just to slight you, yeah. um, Final Fantasy twelve. I'm oh, sorry, Final Fantasy sixteen. Dyslexia hit hard. Yeah. Um, we're gonna get that demo drop. It's gonna be a shadow drop for the eighth. At Jeff Show. Okay. All right. Can't say anything. How dare you? That's all I'll say. How dare you? Um. All right. Uh, was that your second one? That was my second one. Oh, damn. Rapid fire. I didn't write mine down. Um. 
I like you're like, oh, I'm ready. I'm prepared. <laughs> no, I told you I didn't have yeah. these written down. Okay. I was going to come oh, up with enough. them on the fly. Okay. Um, okay, here's a crazy one. Let's right, get crazy. Let's get crazy. From the acclaimed devs. Acclaimed. Ooh, okay. Behind the masterful works, from what I've heard, again, maybe this is also in my shame pile, my, my guilty, my confession from earlier in the episode. From behind games such as Limbo and Inside, we will see Play Dead's next game. Wow. Whatever okay. it is. I don't know what it is, but Play Dead is. will be there. Cool, cool, cool. We're going to see Armored Core. Six fires of Rubicon gameplay at Jess Show okay. and the Elden Ring DLC show. Ooh. Boom, we're getting both of them at that Ooh. show, and they're going to be the headliners. Like, we're, we're we're walking in because Armor Core and Elden Ring are here. Okay, all go. right, to, piggy, to piggyback off of that, okay. Um, Elden Ring DLC, cool, Armored Core, cool. Yeah. The best Souls thing there, and what's going to steal the show, lies of P gameplay. That will steal the show Ooh. at Summer Game Fest. Okay. I'm hearing really good things about it. So yeah, I am I too. Awesome. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's a crazy one. Here's the most outlandish rumor I got, I, I see it. I'm like, Joe, come on. <laughs> Kojima will not be there. You're wild. <laughs> Not, maybe not, not even there. showing Death Stranding 2, but he'll be there. <laughs> yeah, he's launching another podcast. <laughs> Just to slide us. He's also yeah. calling it the trophy room. Yeah. Um there will be an audience, right? Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I assume. <laughs> Jeff's gonna do the thing that Xbox did oh, no. years ago. Okay. There will be something that falls from the ceiling on the audience. <laughs> Leaves, <laughs> fake snow, something. Are we get, are, to is enhance the, the trailer? Oh, I don't know. Not, maybe not that far. But okay. something will fall to enhance a trailer <laughs> at some point. You know when people get slimed. Oh, Eat yourself, it comes out. <laughs> Listen. Stop telling us what happens to mom. Oh! <laughs> come on. Let's go. Come on. This this is a show for kids. No, it's not. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> Couldn't be further from the truth. Well, I, you should tell prediction. people to to ignore red lights and stop signs and run into buildings. And I've changed. I've grown, sure. Kyle. I've grown. Uh-huh. Yep. Look, red lights are a suggestion. What's the other Here one that I said? Uh, uh, ignore uh, uh, crossing uh, a walk. Uh, yeah. Ignore oh crossing God. walks. No, don't do that. That's I, silly. Why do I say crossing walks? The crosswalks. Crosswalks. Oh Red lights. Sure. If you don't think anybody's there, just wing it. Um, but you know what I hate the most, Kyle? Yeah. And I'm afraid you're one of these people. Mm-hmm. People that stop at a yield. Those people need to be sent. I only stop at a yield where there's no place for me to go. There are some people that like, oh, you're you're heading onto the highway. Oh, like, no, 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 no! How dare you think I'm one of those people? I get scared. You're a New York driver, Kyle. How dare you? You're a New York driver. You guys shouldn't even have licenses. It's true. 
Is there any other PlayStation podcast that needs a co-host? <laughs> Kyle, I went to Humble Brag. I went to Chipotle earlier. Okay. Everybody was parked like a civil human being. The uh-huh. only two people that were parked and like literally parking was a suggestion to them. Yeah. Half the car was like in the parking lot. Half of it was like in the, the driving space, yeah. the lane. Uh-huh. The other one took up two uh, spots. Mm-hmm. Very and one was like right next to me too. Like I had to move my car. I had to finagle my way out because he was in my my lane. I almost thought he hit my car. To be honest, mm-hmm. who were they? The only two people parked like like dingbats. Mm-hmm. New York drivers. So yeah, I'm sorry. I think you may stop at yields. Wow, Joe, the stere- stereotype machine right here. Hey, <laughs> Kyle, what's your last prediction there, bud? Is it my last one? It's your last one. FF. What did I, what did I say? I don't <laughs> Things know. fall from the sky. Yeah. There you go. Liza P will steal the show. People are getting gacked. Uh, maybe it is uh, my just, last one. Just wing it. Two more. Go for it. Let's get uh, crazy. Well, I don't know if I have one more. Um, Fair enough. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Here's N- one. Nintendo will be there. Oh, yeah? Showing what? Showing... I don't know. Metroid. Okay, there you go. Bam. Sean Capri, you're done. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, last but not least, he will have a prop. Remember the, oh, the, pop, the pop man? He will that have is a, he will such have a, a good prop. one. Yeah, he will have Damn a prop. It. Oh, there will be an actor on stage. That to, shouldn't be there. That shouldn't be there. That's my other one. <laughs> Al Pacino wanders in aimlessly. One thousand percent somebody will is this be there the emergency room where's my newly born son yeah Hoo-wah. yeah 84 83 years old al pacino new dad 83 <sighs> boy all right kyle enough of those predictions again oh no no hold on you have oh. one more oh do i have one more oh yeah the big one that in bolds that i am uh shocked you put what? no PlayStation. Oh yeah, sorry, no PlayStation here. None. PlayStation made their bed; they got a lie in it. They are a sponsor of the show. They are part of the list of companies. Okay. All right. Kyle, I could say I could put our logo no, next can't. to all those logos and no, say can't. we're part of it. The the Summer no. Games Fest. Mm-mm. I'll do it right now. I, <laughs> like it but means nothing. <laughs> Yeah, if it's on the official one. He just takes credit for the showcases that are already there. Xbox no. is like, we'll have our showcase on the 11th. And Jeff's like, oh, during Summer Games Fest. What a great idea, <laughs> Phil. I don't think this like, showcase was part of that. I don't think it was. I bet I bet you're, I bet you're mm. sweet behind. I see the Xbox logo there. I, I'm telling you. Right. It's so easy. It's so I I could call, hey, I could you tweet Jeff right is, now. Say, you know hey, can I, we be part of the Summer Game Fest? And he's all he's like, yeah, sure. Jeff, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is Joe, by the way. My name's Kyle. I Hi. I love your work. It's I'd gladly be a part of your show. Uh, speaking of uh, you know, uh, I don't know, good things. Let's yeah. talk about the predictions from last week. Oh yeah, yeah. Go, go for need, it, real fast. We yeah. need to fi- real fast. Uh, this yeah. there are stakes. Oh, sorry. Okay. The, the loser has to do a slideshow. Uh, all right. You know what? Forget it. I won. Joe lost. I'll figure it out. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. You, you wanted fast. That's fast. 
Hot damn. How, 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 how close was it? How close uh, was not it? Not close. Uh, uh, you kicked my ass pretty bad. It was, uh, I had seven, you had three. Okay. I put up an effort. <laughs> and I also gave you a point for yeah. the last one. Will we get one more thing where you didn't answer and I told you you didn't answer. Then you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, no, I said there wouldn't be one. And I okay. gave you that. Okay. So it's sympathy. really seven to two. Okay. Uh, take that. By back. the way. Yeah. The run a show question. I said one hour, 14, 29 minutes. How long was it? One thirteen fifty seven. Wow. That's nuts. Just saying. All right. So listen, I don't want to do the slideshow. But I, I'm going to reinstate. It's going to hurt me to say it. All right. Because listen, the skag needs No, that. you can't do this. You I'm going to reinstate Banger. I'm going to reinstate The stakes it. were a slideshow. How, how interesting is a slideshow on a podcast? It doesn't have to be on a podcast. All right. What, what's a dumb slideshow? I have to think about something. Uh, man, you are really sucking the fun out of me. <laughs> you know what? Let's just get fast and, and go to Flash News. Okay. Gotta I'm fast, tired gotta of you fast. being a downer. Gotta, gotta go. Gotta go fast. Uh, PlayStation Interactive Entertainment will release Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart on PC on July 26, 2023 for $59.99 on both Steam and Epic Game Stores. Kyle, the, the SSD. It, we was, it was the bridge. What? Did Sony lie to us? Did you, did you lie to us saying you do a slideshow? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. More people Nixus get to play. Nixus is doing it, so like yeah. they can figure it out. Absolutely. And more people get to play the game. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. No, Remember when the great. Xbox said it would power your dreams? You didn't have to wait in a, in a goddamn elevator for things to yeah. load. Guess uh-huh. what? We're still in elevators waiting for shit to load. Guess what? We're still crawling through crevices. The crevices yeah. are just shorter. The yep. elevator rides are shorter. They're smoother. The transition is smoother. The smoother. Yeah. Just, just, okay. This is just for Twitter. This is just for Twitter. Touch grass. (laughs) Follow up. Yes. What's the one thing you would mod into that weapon and brings things into other, from other universes? What's one thing that isn't already a part of it that you would want? Aegis Elba. (laughs) As Knuckles or just Aegis Elba? (laughs) Just Aegis Elba. He's just confused. I like it. Uh, No, that's such a great question. Um, I'd put a jar of mayonnaise. Why? I don't know. It's the first thing that popped in my head. Fair enough. I would love to see Spider-Man in there. It's an insomniac property. Let's do it. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Here's something. Here's here's one for you. Hideo Kojima isn't involved in the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake, Konami confirms. Instead, Konami is confirmed as the... Sorry. Instead, Konami confirmed, as originally reported by VGC, that Virtuous Studio will be helming the remake, as well as an internal team of Konami developers. Now, DJ Hercules writes in, just like you can too. Hey guys, hope you had a great extended weekend. Yeah, ups and downs. Have a question for y'all. Do you think that with all the AAA remakes, remasters, and updated games that have been releasing, do you think that we have allowed the bigger companies to quote unquote be lazy and not give us new games that they were, uh, sorry, that they just tickle our nostalgia feelings to keep us rebuying the same game over and over again? Whew. 
how can I say this? Yes and no. Uh, remakes, um, from what I've been told, remakes help get people onto a project that might want to make more of that project. So, for example, uh, Dead Space, right? They're thinking, hey, there may be an audience for a Dead Space again. Let's remake it. Let's find out. And let's get let's build this development team by saying, hey, we're making a Dead Space game. Come join us. Uh, and so people go and go ahead and join that studio and build that Dead Space game. And hopefully they go out there, learn some things and create that you know, remake, too. So sometimes there's um, a service element to it. Right. Sometimes it's for the benefit, like Resident Evil 4 remake. A lot of these games, their control schemes aren't don't age well. And so by simply putting a new control scheme in it, reimagine it a bit. Um, you have a redefined experience again. And that's why sometimes they do it. Or sometimes they know they could just get your money over and over again and you'll keep buying them, i.e. the you know Pixel remasters, though as great as I've heard they are. That's why they do it. Kyle? Nothing to add. I, th- I think you nailed it. Also, yeah. this has been Nintendo's thing forever. So, like, yeah. it's... It yeah, and sometimes thing. it's just Nintendo. It's like you're gonna buy this. Yeah. The Wii U was a failure, but the Switch is successful, but, so we'll just port like, it over here. Yeah. Also, it I don't I don't see it as quote unquote lazy. I, I see it as a way to allow that game to have more lo- longevity and the IP more okay. longevity and to appease fans who for whatever reason, like myself, have either sold their own consoles to afford the new ones and can no longer play those old games. So they allow them or they give them a, a newer version to play on the new thing. And so like, yeah. I think it's fine. I don't mind it at all. Fair enough. Former God of War art director joins Netflix to work on an original AAA game. This comes from the VGC Santa Monica studio art director, Raf Grazetti announced earlier this month that he was leaving the God of War studio after a decade at Sony. And on Wednesday, he revealed he's joined Netflix studio led by former overwatch executive producer, uh, Chaco Sony or Sonny. Uh, he'll also be working alongside the studio's creative director. Uh Oh, Joseph Staden, the halo veteran who left, Left Microsoft last month, and its director of technology, uh, Jerry Idrisol, uh, who was previously lead programmer on Gears 5. Sir, thank you for uh, your service. D- it's Jerry Edsall. You have Idrisol on the brain. Sorry, what did I say? <laughs> you said Idrisol. I, you know what? I was thinking of Idr- Idrisil, and that's a place oh, in World of Warcraft. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wish this all the best. I, I hope it works. Mm-hmm. Gut check reaction. Scream Stadia to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm right there with you. The Stadia um, got a lot of really cool people. And what happened? Yep. Yeah. I hope it's good. I'd hope be excited good. for it. Yeah. yeah. Last but not least, June's PlayStation Plus monthly games have been revealed, and they are NBA 2K23, Jurassic World Evolution, and Trek to Yomi. They land on June 6th on PlayStation Plus subscribers. Uh, so there you go. Have fun with that. Pretty good month. I think it's the weakest this year, but you still get Trek to Yomi, which is yeah. a decent time. Jurassic World Evolution. I know my best friend Amy's going to be all over that. So, yeah. yeah. And good like months. sports fans, NBA 2K is great. 
Okay. If you if you stay away from the microtransactions, which I think aren't great in this 2K game, I think the the basketball, the gameplay stuff on the court is fantastic. So yeah. it's pretty good. Kyle, have you been playing anything this week? I know you've had a bit of a week. I so. have. Uh, I, I did hop back into Demon Souls. Ooh, okay. I um, like it. It's still fantastic. I've made it yeah. further. Um. I've been the reason I wanted to jump back in is I've been rewatching RKG. Do okay. d- do uh Demon Souls, they just finished up their Dead Space um uh uh playthrough. So I was I was always been, it's been itch at the back of my brain to go back for it and uh I'm now up to I have to find how to get there cuz the those stone fang mines, Joe. Mm-hmm. I get lost so easily. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find oh, oh yeah. the flame lurker that's where i'm trying to get to oh okay that flame lurker boss is tons i haven't fun. i haven't touched him yet i haven't even found him yet because i keep getting lost in those dang yeah. mines yeah um but yeah it's it's great it's fantastic i'm i'm once you find out how to get to him fast you'll be like i'm such an idiot it's i'm insane. sure i will be yeah. yeah i'm sure it's gonna happen it's just you know God, Demon Souls remake is a it. ton of fun. It really is, and and that's what makes me excited for whatever Blue Point's coming coming for. Um, I did hop back into and will be the show briefly because I needed that comfort thing real bad. Um, I think I'm finding my footing again. Okay, and I think the break is exactly kind of what I needed to kind of reinvigorate the gameplay Luke. skills. Mm. um so yeah i'm having a good time the cards uh, are great i think they're doing just enough free content on a weekly basis that ha- gets people involved and i think it's really smart even okay. though it's very hard to obtain them without spending real money but it's fun it's a go. good time but yeah I've that's been, pretty much it i've been playing more legends of Zelda. <laughs> can't yeah. stop won't stop diablo is is coming in soon coming in hot and Everyone's talking about how good this this game is. I I can't wait. I'm gonna lose so many hours to it. Um, but I'm on the third temple now uh, of Legend of Zelda. I'm gonna be playing a crap ton of it tomorrow and uh, Friday, right before Diablo comes out. And then I'll be switching back and forth between the two. But nothing but that so far. Mm-hmm. And I played a little bit of Beat Saber, but not okay. enough to really give thoughts. So I'll, I'll definitely dive back into that All right. this week to get my thoughts on it. That's right. it, Kyle. Are you holding on to anything in particular? My hopes and dreams. Fair enough. Hold on to them tight, my friend. I'm holding on to a little chibi link right here. My little chibi amiibo link. It goes for $40. I will sell it for $80. All right. Prepare the drop. <laughs> here are the latest steals and deals and Joseph's price gouging tactics. On May 29th, Late Shift on PS5, Run Man on PS5, Travel the Words on PS5. Uh, On May 30th, Company of Heroes 3, we have a code for it. I want to play it really bad. Hopefully I get to do that somewhere in between Zelda and this. Uh, Everdream Valley on PS5, PS4, Far World Pioneers on PS5, PS4, Five Dates. Hell yeah. Hey, look at that. On PS5, Shame Legacy. (laughs) Was this a story about my life on PS5 and PS4? 
you play Joe, who's a 32-year-old man. I'm reading the description. Who's a soon-to-be 32-year-old man as he relives moments in his bed of when he was in seventh grade and he accidentally mooned the whole class and they made fun of him. Hold on. That's the actual description? Nope. It's me. Oh, I thought that was... Man, you sold that really well. Thanks, bud. <laughs> the Caligula effect overdose on PS5. Wow, I got that word right? Holy crap. Where's my pin? Where's my medal? The complex on PS5. On the 31st of May, Gunfire Reborn on PS5. Laser Pidium on PS5, PS4. The Tartarus Key on PS4. Undead Horde 2. Necropolis on PS4. PS5 and June 1st Homebody on PS5 PS4 Killer Frequency on PS5 PS4 Which looks pretty cool. Skateboard. Hey, it's here. June it's 1st. Cute. Yeah. And June 2nd EA Sports Super Mega Baseball on PS5 PS4. Shantae on PS5 PS4. Street Fighter 6 on PS5 PS4. Also, uh, I got to say it. Luke Lore over at XVP, the best uh, Xbox podcast I know, and I hate giving him that that credit, and I hate that it's true. He said, Street Fighter said, like, he sold me on it. Like, he said that the the modern controls are going to win me over, that it makes it very accessible for dum-dums like me. So I actually might also check this game out next week. I don't know. I got to see how that paycheck looks. But right now, it's just Diablo. All right. And then... Last but not least, we love Katamari Reroll uh, plus Royal uh, Reverie on PS5. Wow, look at that. All these weird names. Did you guys get to me this this week? No, you couldn't. You couldn't top this. Also, it is Days of Play, but PlayStation hasn't revealed all the, the goodies that you get. So that's going to be probably tomorrow. So we won't be recording that, but we'll get to it next week for sure. Now, Kyle, it's time for our favorite segment and the last segment of the night. It's time for the Sony Pony Express. Yeah. Hey Kyle, my voice is actually dying. Could you cover these questions for me? Sure. Thanks, bud. Uh Bertos Maximus writes in, "Hey guys, so because of the time difference, it means I can I can watch you live, but I have to stay up late. My question is that if we jump strains into Spider-Man 2 as symbiotic Peter, will this be acceptable?" I would prefer to know why we were doing a symbiotic mashup beforehand. As always, a great podcast. Loved it last week after the showcase. By the way, I must admit I love the spotlight on indies, but could have had at least one more AAA title. Anyway, have a good one, guys, and stay safe. We'll find out why he's in that 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 suit. Don't you worry about it, Burdos. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I think it's gonna. It's like the the first gameplay thing where they jumped ahead like yeah, pretty far into the main story of the game yeah um so i'm 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 super super excited for spider-man 2 just side tangent here um seeing that that was a very old build too and seeing what it was able to accomplish i'm really excited what this game's gonna look like because remember when you know ps5 games were coming out we got what they looked like and they still they looked great but then they got progressively better as oh, the yeah. closer we got to the launch. So I can't wait to see I think, how this game shapes up. It, I think it's that's looking a, so much fun. Though. That's also a great point where people are upset of how a game looks, which, my God, as Joe said earlier, Twitter, 
Go touch grass. Go touch grass. What do you expect? New York City to look different? Get the hell out of here. Legend Uh, of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom exists. That thing looks like an oil painting from far away. Not in a good way. Okay. But like, I think a lot of people don't understand that what we are seeing are months old. And they're probably, it probably looks way better in the current behind the scenes things because they obviously make sure a vertical slice is polished enough to play it's not like they are opening they're like here press start and then they play play whatever is there no they have to give you a polished thing to show off yeah which needs to be worked on yeah i, digress. I, I can't wait I, I i can't wait i so can't wait for this game yeah. Uh, Yuna writes in, hey guys, welcome to June where summer has finally started and Final Fantasy 16 is right around the corner. My question this week is regarding the Project Q or the Q life. Uh, do you guys think it's rumored three to four hour battery life is appropriate for its intended use of only being a streaming device while you're away from your PS5? Like I've been saying for right before bed. I know we harp on the DualSense battery life, but three to four hours for a streaming device seems fair to me. So I throw the ball to you guys. Do you guys think the rumored battery life of this machine is appropriate for its use? The Switch gets, I think, about four to six hours of battery life, depending on the, the how intensive the game is. Yeah. I still think three to four is not good. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think that's enough. That being said, though... <sighs> I don't know, in this economy, how how many times am I going on a long car ride? Or am I taking this... Whoa. Okay. Did you hear that motorcycle? I did. I heard that That one. scared the shit out of me, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a herd of cattle. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think three to four is, 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 is minimal. Like, it's not great. I mean, it depends on when we get more details of this, what this thing's able to do. If it's just like, I'm here... I'm in my house and I'm sitting on the toilet. That's fine. But if we find out later down the line that PlayStation streaming ambitions are just that more ambitious, um, maybe they're thinking, hey, you take this on a train ride to work or whatever have you. Maybe that makes sense. But three to four does seem still slim. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Also, real quick, it makes sense to, to say it here. I know last week. We said we'd give you our interview with Ben. Uh, oh, yes. He plays Clive in Final Fantasy 16. Some things have popped up. Um, nothing bad. Interview is great. Uh, it would just be a few weeks before you hear it. So apology, apologies. We really, really want you guys to hear it. Yeah. But there are some things that we just need to hold off for. That's yep. it. Uh also, I should have mentioned that, that. I knew there was something I was forgetting at the beginning of the show. We'll put that out on Twitter. Um, but yeah. You know, yeah, someone in an overcoat just went like, "You're release it when it's good and ready." I'm like, "It's good and ready now." They're like, "Listen, all the stuff wait. I was going through, there was a laser pointed in my forehead from That's somewhere." Right. I was. They're like, there I was are three in trouble. Trained snipers, <laughs> exactly. One of them being Bradley Cooper. Right. Uh, Shrubles and Bits writes in, "Hey guys, question for the Sony Pony Express." So tomorrow oh i'm sorry yeehaw so tomorrow's my birthday happy birthday shrubles happy birthday shrubs nothing too exciting just a middle-aged man getting more middle-aged but i wanted to ask you're having a birthday party and can invite five playstation characters Mm -hmm. and an additional character to pop out of the cake (laughs) who are you inviting to have the most (laughs) memorable sturdy son of a bitch i was thinking the same thing and then he said it (laughs) 
Love you guys. Thanks for always making my work week much better. Thank you, Stribbles. Um, I laughed because uh, how are you not saying it yourself while popping out of the cake from right? Cyberpunk? So five PlayStation characters that are coming to the yeah. birthday party. Yeah. Spider-Man. Technically Which PlayStation one? character. Which one? Um, Peter. We're taking Peter. Oh, oh not Miles. Not Miles. Not Miles. Okay. Uh, we're taking Peter because you usually have like a superhero at like a kid's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it would be hilarious. And like you're hiring <laughs> Miles to be or Peter to be the entertainment. And and like exactly. And you're, and you're telling your wife. You're telling your Jeez. wife like this is the real Spider Man. She's like, uh huh. Sure it is. Sure it is, Stroobs. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> just not taking you seriously. So one of your guests you've paid to be there. Yeah, why not? All right, cool. Or maybe it's not even you paid. Like, they're invited. But, like, again, your family doesn't believe that you didn't pay. Oh, like that's, okay. That's just some dude. You know, you know that's, that's a Times Square uh, Spider-Man. Oh, don't ever <laughs> talk to those Spider-Man. Never ever. They don't got webs. They, they, but have, they do have cocaine. They have stains that you don't know what <laughs> they are. You don't know. Oh God. Um. Who else? Who else would be pop- would be? Well, who's popping out of that cake? Is Cloud? Come on, let's be oh, honest. Okay. Let's be progressive and let's get a little weird. You know. Oh. Okay. Cloud, the, the honey, the honeybee. Yeah, exactly. The honeybee okay. and Cloud. It right. gets me confused when I look at them. That's fair. Not confused. I know exactly what I do that cloud. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm not confused. I've never been more sure in my life. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We got to cut this part out. No, we're not. No. Uh, we're live, Joe. What are you talking about cutting it out? All right. God damn. <laughs> Let's see. What other PlayStation characters? I've got oh, a couple. Dude. I got, can I get one more? Just one more. Yeah, go. Parappa well, the rapper. Need, okay, you need five, he's, so you have you need at least one more. He's doing like uh, awesome, like fucking karaoke, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's your what's your guess? Uh, first one off the bat, I was thinking someone from Horizon. Didn't want to go Aloy. Not that I I would I wouldn't love Aloy being there. I think she would be too serious for a birthday party. Yeah, she's like she's got other places to be, and it's kind so, of rude. So I'm going errand. Aaron would uh, be so much Aaron fun. Aaron would be so much fun at the party. You get for sure. Immediately. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be yeah. a good time. Um, on that note, I think I would love to have. Um, oh, I'm blanking on his name from Ghost of Tsushima. Jin? No, not Jin. One of the side characters, like the monk with the staff. Oh yeah, the archer guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that dude. I forgot his yeah. name. Okay. Um, so there's two. Okay. I would love to invite. I'm gonna invite Aerith. Yeah. Yeah, I'll invite her. You gotta invite the crush to the party. True. You have to. Oh, those, those are rules. Um. That's three. I will. Can, invite, oh, I while you think, more. can I can I get my two? Oh, uh, 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 uh oh my god! I, I got it right here, Kyle. I'm loaded up. Okay, ra- uh, Ratchet and Clank. Make it yeah, easy they're for a me. combo. They're yeah. a combo. Uh, I'm gonna do Sweet Tooth. 
Is he the is he the dessert? Is he the ice cream? <laughs> yep, he has the ice cream outside. And like people are like, who is the shady guy? That's what that you we hired? did for uh, my oldest niece for her birthday a few weeks ago. Except we got an ice hired, cream truck to show up. You hired sweet teeth. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not a murderous clown. Absolutely not. Uh, and then last but not leastly, who's gonna be my last guess? It's gonna be. There's a lot of serious PlayStation characters that I don't want at a birthday party. Exactly right. <laughs> like Kratos is gonna be such a bummer. <gasps> Kyle, they're a pair. We're bringing Brock and Sindri. Oh yeah, We're bringing Brock and Sindri. That's gonna be so much fun. Dude. Better yet, Brock is coming out of my cake <laughs> for the comedy. <laughs> Howdy there, motherfuckers! Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Kyle. Well, that's been the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast. I want to shout out Sonny, who gave us a $5 super chat and said, Joe, stop saying I don't contribute. I support you mentally every day. <laughs> that's what I was <laughs> laughing at earlier. Oh, love you, Sonny. Love you. Get better soon, my friend. Uh, with that, everybody, Kyle. Is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we get on out of here? Uh, myself, Mr. K-Step on Twitter and pretty much everywhere. Uh, if you're listening to this on June 1st, uh, the day it goes live, it is 6-1 day. It's, uh, it's, we're making our anniversary uh, June 1st because it's 6-1. It makes sense. Took I mean, us three years yeah. to figure that out. Um, some announcements that I don't want to spoil here because we're live and that'd be cheating. Yeah. Um, so go check out our Twitter and socials and all that kind of stuff. And uh, just thanks everyone in the live chat. I had a really, really shitty day today. And yeah. uh, this raised my spirits big time. Same. And I'm trying not to, to cry, but it's been a rough day. Uh, take care of your mental health. I love you all so, so, so very much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, seriously, uh, same. Uh, I, I talked to you before the show. I'm like, I'm aggravated for no reason. I don't know why. I have no reason. Like you, you've legitimately, I think, had one of the roughest weeks I've I've seen anyone go through. And it's I, been I, bad, I'm laughing everybody. just because it's true. Like it's <sighs> yeah. Oof. So yeah, much love to you and the fam. Um, and thank you for being here. You know, seriously, of course. Because if anybody needed a week off this week, it was it was you. It, for two weeks in a row, it, it would be you. Yeah. And, and you. And you come on by anyway. Thank you so much. Next time Love I'm not here, I'm probably not coming back, Joe. <laughs> oh, no. That sounded like a threat. No. It, yeah. Nothing like, you know, nothing harmful. I'm just saying. I'm tired of being yelled at for the last time. What do you mean? You're yelling at me. You're Listen, the, the slideshow? Are you kidding me? All right. Fair enough. Guys, you can follow me over at Mr. Badbit on Twitter. You can follow the Trophy Room over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Again, this is your last week. Hit us with those Diablo 4, sorry, hit us with those five-star reviews over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And just a heads up, Apple just took away some reviews. So if you've given us a five-star review in the last week, just double-check that they're there because Apple... This is what happens when they get an influx of reviews. They're like, these have to be bots and they get rid of some. I have no idea why they're done. That being said, make sure Diablo 4 uh, giveaway. We announce the winner next week. Uh, And with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, we'll see you on June 8th as we react live to the Summer Games Fest. And with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you, keep hunting, and keep playing PlayStation. Love ya.